N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 364 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY Underground. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm with SGR. Okay, 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 okay. And sitting in for Chris, the boss, Pete Simonetti. What's up, Pete? Yo. How you doing? All right, listen. I'm going to get this out of the way. I'm going to get this out of the way at the start of the show, okay? Okay. Listen, Ryan, speaking to you directly, okay? Okay. I know we spoiled this on social media earlier, but you don't go on Twitter, okay? Mm. Listen, we're going to have a special guest on the show later. Uh, all right. Don't go anywhere. All right, I'll try not to, but like, I don't know. Can you guys even hear me? Can you even yeah, hear me right I, now? I, I, con- I hear you, bro. Saying my connection's you. unstable up top yeah, there, so right. I don't know, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, okay. We'll be good. I'd always worry about the connections. Yeah. Okay. okay. The connections. You never know what happens with connections. Yeah. We got to just, I I think I'm going to be good though. Cause I seven years of this friggin' podcast. And every time somebody's on here, Ryan disappears. Okay. Let's let's snap. So weird. It's just so weird how that happens. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's honestly shocking (laughs) at this point. Unbelievable. We're live here on NYYU. It's Thursday night. The Yankees formally introduced Marcus Stroman today as the newest member of the ball club. Okay. Uh, okay. Before we get into that, uh, about how that all kind of came about, because last week while we were live, the news broke that Stroman signed with the club. And now uh, some reporting uh, came out during the week about how the Yankees and uh, Stroman found themselves in bed together. We'll get into all that. Stroke but before show. we get into that, okay, they were why? in bed, okay, okay, right. okay, okay. <laughs> before we get into all that, if you're in the live chat right now, smash the like button, subscribe to NYY Underground. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave us a five star rating and review. And if you don't want to do either of those things, tell somebody about NYYST, tell somebody about NYYU. Word of mouth, let's go. We're ready to take the game over. Spring training is just about a month away. Pitchers and catchers report on February 14th, and then shortly after, at the end of March, the Yankees will be in Houston to take on the Astros. So it'll be here before oh, we know it, and uh, we, we want to be the one-stop shop for all your Yankees news and content. So uh, do all those things. Help drive us up the charts. Tell a friend. Let's go. NYYST and NYYU, Okay. Tell a friend, okay. tell a family, okay. okay? Tell a family's friend. Tell everybody you know. Please. That's it. Just it go outside your so house. Much. Start screaming. And why, why you subscribe? Yeah. Throw That's eggs it. at exactly. people. Exactly. Tell them it's going to snow in, in New Jersey again tomorrow when you got to go okay. salt the driveway and you see the other douchebag across yep. the street. Yep. Salt on his driveway. You just Don't even say hello to him. Just be like, and why, why you? Okay. Is that, okay. is that bad? I'm because I'm like that, right? I, I don't like going outside when my neighbors outside. I'm like, don't please don't you don't have to talk to me. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. Can I tell alone. you something? When I go to visit my mother, right? If the okay. neighbor is outside, I stay in the car until they go back in the house. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to make yeah. I don't want to make small talk. I'm not a fan of it. Nobody wants to do small talk all the time. Everybody wants it. Not everybody does. 
Oh, I'm not a stop and chat guy. We were just talking about curb your enthusiasm before we came on. I'm not a stop and chat guy. I'm a keep no, going no. guy. I got no. business thing to I got business to handle. Okay, I don't have time to talk to you. Apparently, I opened up spike shops. Okay, but huh? uh, uh, okay, <laughs> spike shop. Okay, okay. A little spike shop. Okay. Ah, uh, Larry, David, we love you, Larry. We love you. Good luck on the last uh, the last season coming up. Yeah, curb. yeah. definitely. Wait, 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 wait a second. Actually, I have it right here. I used I use that every time during game season when they go to the mound. I just put that on. That's good. That's a good. It was a mess. It was a mess last year. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, hopefully, going to the mound won't be as much of a mess. Uh, I like how you set that up there, Pio. Just I tried. Drove. Just drove right into that. Uh, hopefully, the uh, going to the mound won't be as much of a mess for the Yankees this year because with the addition of Marcus Stroman, the the rotation is solidified. I, I don't know if it's as sexy as maybe we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, in December with uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto possibly mm-hmm. coming here. But I think the Yankees made a smart move. It's not a sexiest mm-hmm. move. I think it's sure. a smart move. Uh, again, like my, my main concern about Stroman is can he post 30 times this year? If he can, then I think the Yankees are going to be in good hands with him because yeah, the, yeah. the questions about Marcus Stroman never were can this guy pitch? We know the guy can pitch. He's a good pitcher. Oh, yeah. It's can he stay healthy yeah. and can can he basically stay out of his own way? Meaning, is he going to, you know, say something on social media that's going to irritate people? But, you know, apparently that's not going to be an issue going forward, mm-hmm. because uh, as we learned throughout the course of the week by various. I'm, just gonna, reports, I'm sorry to cut you off, Christian, but my Internet keeps saying it's unstable. I really want to get this fixed before we have, you know, that that segment. So I'm really sorry, but let me just go check on that really quick. OK, two minutes. Oh, I guess. This, I'll put that thing on the bottom there just in case he set up. I think he's wearing right. pants, bro, because he just. I <laughs> <laughs> had his whole Johnson hanging out of the damn thing. But um, as we learned throughout reporting throughout the course of the week is that, you know, the Yankees made an offer to Blake Snell and uh, they they don't like the price tag on Blake Snell. Yeah. Um, Heyman reported that the Yankees this came out today. Heyman reported the Yankees were at six for one fifty, which is I 20- think um I'm not, I'm sorry sorry to cut you off there, but wasn't that what that guy Mike Rodriguez yeah, actually five reported? for one fifty. Five for one and you know it shocks me that they weren't able to work something out on that. Six one fifty is is a strong offer. It's twenty five a year, which is less than what Rodon is making. So maybe that's what was going into Snell's mind. But also wow. we in um in the course of the reporting is that we learned that uh, Boris is telling teams nine for two seventy. <laughs> who's he getting that from? Being being honest, like honestly, I don't who know is the, he getting two seventy from? The Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers is going to really just go scorch well, they, earth. Maybe this they year? just defer two hundred of it and be like, "Hey, we'll take the seventy million. Oh, but uh, the Yankees didn't like the price tag on Snell. They we had heard that it was. Um, can't think of this guy. Spencer Jones was the hang up in the C steal. Yeah. Uh, and a potential C steal. The Yankees are hesitant to trade Spencer Jones. Okay, fine. So they had to pivot somewhere. And the pivot point turned out to be Marcus Stroman. Yep. Now, I know I made videos and talked out against it because of Marcus Stroman's past, but mainly because this guy pitched 126 and 127 eight inning, uh, 128 innings over the last two seasons, right? 
You know, you look at a, rot a rotation, a Rodone, Nestor, Schmidt. You know, you're looking at a guys that aren't going to give you a lot of innings. So that's what really worried about being about uh, Stroman and the fact that he does have this kind of baggage going along mm -hmm. with him right now. Yep. Well, the the Yankees decided that he is a he he does want the bright lights. He does want the big city. And I'm going to say this about Marcus Stroman. You can tell me if I'm wrong or not. If you grew up a Yankee fan and desperately wanted to go to the Yankees and then heard the GM say that you're not a difference maker and then got traded to the Mets, you'd be pissed off too. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that's that's like, that's like a, that's a nightmare. It's a nightmare situation. Nobody wants to go to the friggin' Mets. Let's get real here. So the Yankees hierarchy sent the holy trinity of Boone, uh, Garrett Cole and uh, Aaron Judge to go speak to Marcus Stroman and gauge his maturity level and his interest in being a Yankee. And all three of them came back and said that he's not going to be a distraction in the clubhouse, and this guy really, really wants to be here. And that's when the Yankees really put their pedal to the metal here and made the made the made um, made him a priority in signing. So, I mean... No, let's take it this way, right? Should Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge have that much say in who goes into the clubhouse? Uh, I think they're a major part of it. They're, they're obviously the the two really big contracts on the team. They're known as the leaders on the team. Well, the, one's the captain, so one's the captain, sure. of course, and Judge. Uh, God, you could you know Garrett Cole probably has just about as much say as humanly possible, besides for Matt Blake when it comes to pitching on the team. So, you know, it's interesting, too, to hear Stroman say that he spoke to Cole, he spoke to Judge, he, he met, like you said, he met Boone in person, talked to Cashman over the phone, Cashman was like, ah, you know, we'll get to all that stuff, but, um, yeah, you know, even on Stroman's presser today, he answered everything really good. He had all the right answers, very, very strong answers across the board, and yeah, I, I think, um... I think Cole and Judge should definitely have a lot of say on on you know is this guy good for our uh, our team going forward? Is he somebody we should decide on bringing in this locker room? Because I mean, one, they should know it better than anybody, and they probably know what what's been missing, and maybe that type of personality has been missing. They need more of it. He's obviously a very confident guy. I mean, that that's as clear as day. I do wish then, if this is the tack that they're taking, why they didn't ask. Uh... Garrett Cole, if they should bring Wash Donaldson to the clubhouse, <laughs> true. And maybe, maybe they felt that was maybe they felt he was a good one to do. It was another one to bring in with that personality. Who knows? Just turned out he sucked ass at this point. I mean, if you if you think about it, if Garrett Cole's being given this much power or or amount of respect by the mm -hmm. hierarchy of this organization, I don't know why fans are worried that this guy's going anywhere. No, come on, man. The, this idea that, oh, my God, Cole's going to leave. He's going to opt out, this and that. I'm like, first of all, where is the majority of that stuff coming from, one? And then, two, all they got to do is go, hey, bro, here's the other $36 million. You can opt out. And why wouldn't the Yankees do that at this point? Why wouldn't they? Cole has been everything you'd want Garrett Cole to be as an ace. He's going to go down as maybe one of the better contracts. Win or not, I'm talking about solely a contract given to a player. He has a very, very good chance of being one of the best contracts the Yankees have ever signed. 
Oh, for sure. If he money get, and how good he has a chance of being. If he gets another sigh, right, and they win a World Series with him oh, pitching like an ace, he will go down. It. Bro, I'm tell me I'm crazy. You know I love Garrett Cole, but if that happens, he'll go down as the greatest starting pitcher in the franchise's history. He'd be up there. I mean, he's right. He'll be right there in a the conversation. There's no denying, especially at modern times. I mean, there's no no question about it. Uh, Garrett Cole continues this trend of taking the ball. I'm making the starts he does, like you said, win another Cy Young, get the Yankees to a World Series, and hopefully perform well in the postseason. Oh yeah, I mean he's a he's a legend uh, among the Yankees, no doubt about it. Oh, I could talk about 45 all day, Pete, but well, we have it. we have a special guest here. Okay. I mean, unfortunately, I don't know where the hell Ryan dipped off to. It takes that long to restart your internet, but we have the Yankees. Oh! We have the GM of the Yankees here, Mr. Cashman. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday evening. Sorry, fellas. I'm just doing a little, some breathing exercises here. Can I get a... Does that work, Cash? You breathe in, you hold it for four seconds, and it works wonders, Pete. You got to try it. You got to try it. Uh, How we doing, fellas? Good, Brian. Uh, listen, we know you're uh, you're a man of limited time, so we want to just jump right into this with you. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Stroman, officially a New York Yankee. Can you kind of take us through the thought process yeah. of, of signing a guy, number one, that you, you didn't want five years ago, four years ago, but now now he's good enough for you? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it was something that, uh, you know, I have talked to Marcus about that, how uh, five years ago we didn't maybe coincide that they were that maybe the asking price was a bit much Toronto in the division, uh, you know, but we have since rekindled uh, and now the flame is burning better than ever before. And uh, we're looking to turn that page now, Christian. I got to ask you this question. Yeah. Also, it came out through sources that you sent judge and Cole out to re- kind of recruit and talk to, to Marcus Stroman. Isn't that your job? Well, you know, I, Again, it, it it is sure, but uh, you know I do kind of if we've seen it a little change, a little evolution, right, and how we're we're operating, and I felt it was best uh, to have Garrett uh, and Aaron go and talk to him, kind of like you know I kind of consider those two like uh, the cast of Toy Story, right? You got Woody, you got Buzz. Those two are respectively Woody and Buzz. However, which way you want to do it, and then you don't know. You don't call one Woody and one Buzz. They they're interchangeable. Well, I, I would I would maybe lean more towards Judge being Woody, right? And then and then, you know, maybe Cole as Buzz. But I haven't really considered that. I kind of it's interchangeable for me. And, and then who's you know, Bo Peep is Boone Bo Peep. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to do here. I want to get a little Bo Peep involved. I want Slinky in there, Mister Potato Head, the whole the whole crew, and we kind of got to do that kind of culminates with the theme song, right? By Randy Newman, You've Got a Friend in Me. I wanted to kind of bring those guys aboard to kind of let Marcus know that he has friends here, and no matter how far away he is from his warm bed, he's got a friend. Do you have anything for uh, Brian? I, I don't know, man. Um, How you doing, Pete? Great job with great, your network. We're, we're, li- you. we're, we actually are liking what we're what we're hearing, what we're seeing. It's a, it's a blunt uh, dose of reality. Uh, but sometimes that's the best medicine to move forward, right? Brian, you are great. I got to tell you, uh, Brian, but I do got to ask you a question. So really, after Marcus, you got the Stroman thing done. You guys kind of hashed it up, right? You talked it out. Everything is okay. Boone probably delivered some cupcakes. They had a little conversation. Yeah. 
Question for you, though. Are you guys done? Is this it? Is this it for the New York Yankees? You made a lot of big moves. Is there possibly something else uh, up your sleeve, so to say? Well, uh, you know, the, the door is never closed, right? I mean, this is a franchise that is in constant evolution, always trying to get better. Uh, so I can't say that, you know, we will be trying to make deals. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's not as easy as that. So we kind of just have to keep making phone calls, maybe check out the website a little bit. See if we can maybe find some uh, good, good uh, trade offers to give on there. Uh, you know, we had a couple today where we traded, you know, half of our forty-man roster, uh, and we were able to acquire Bryce Harper. So that is something that we are going to look into, and maybe possibly going forward using that website. The Ryan, website. it w- it was speculated last yeah. week on here that. Uh, the, the reason why the Yankees have been unsuccessful in a lot of their trades recently is because of your overall reliance on the website. Did you think that you had deals in place based off of, off of the website? I mean, look, the website's never wrong, you know? So if that's the case, then something's got to change, but it's not me. You know, that website is golden, right? It, it always kind of lets you know, all right, this is a trade that we can do. And I'd send screenshots you know, to other GMs. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I got to look into a new strategy. I don't know. Gordon. Is that probably the reason why you couldn't pull off Oswaldo Cabrera for Corbin, uh, Corbin Burns this offseason? Potentially that had something to do with it. We did imp- uh, input Cabrera into the website uh, with a couple of low-level prospects, about 20 of them. Uh, however, you know, that didn't end up coming to fruition. Who? I'm... <laughs> I've I've heard the website. The website is very similar to like the videotape on the ring. If a trade is not accomplished in seven days, the trade dies. That's right. That's my understanding. That's that's exactly that's exactly how it works. It has a disclaimer on the bottom that, you know, if this doesn't work seven days, you might have someone coming through uh, your television screen jumping out right in front of you. Yeah, from from the the website. website. Yeah. It's kind of like a modern day telling of the ring. Our ring, our ring is a World Series ring. That's the ring. Right, Brian, That's before we before we let you go, do you think that you've done enough this offseason to uh, get that ring? Well, I've certainly tried, right? Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to add as many people as I can. Uh, you know, we did get Juan Soto. We got Verdugo. Uh, now with the addition of Stroman, we have a nice solid rotation. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, if I'm going to give myself a grade, might be a little A. You know, on there, I don't know if we're if we're thinking about it. Maybe an A minus for right now, but um, I'm giving myself at least a ninety. Well, do you think that you deserve an A after uh, you let Yashin know, whatever the fuck his name is? Excuse my French, uh, <laughs> y- Yamamoto. Uh, yeah, play you or, for a, yeah, play Yamamoto, Yamamoto. Uh, if you is that what go... you guys called him, Brian, when you met him, Yamamoto? Well, yeah, it might have it might have slipped after once we found out that uh, you know he was taking a lower AAV. Uh, we might have maybe let that slip. Mm. Oopsie. Did he keep the jersey, by the way? Did he keep the jersey? No, we got it back. The... We got it Good. back in the middle Good. of the night, similar to uh, Space Jam, uh, when the <laughs> when when Daffy uh, and Bugs go into the house to get Michael Jordan's shoes. We kind of did that uh, with some low-level prospects uh, to kind of sneak in his house, get the jersey. It is now secure, and we have the number 18 ready to go. Oh, uh, you're you're big on your you know, 90s kids animated movies there, Brian. I do. I do love a good 90s uh, uh, children's movie. 
Okay. Well, well, kindergarten let's not cop. Get... Brian Bruni was in Kindergarten Cop. That's why. Why do you think I signed him? Is he the penis and vagina kid? Uh, he might be. I'm not sure. He might have just been an extra. Okay. I don't know. Well, I know. I saw his name in well, the credits. He should, he should have been an extra in your bullpen, but I mean, you used him till his arm fell off. Well, that's kind of what you do with extras. You don't really respect okay. them as much. You just kind of use them and, um, and run them dry. You right? heard this. You heard this breaking news. Uh, Brian Cashman has no respect for Brian Bruni. <laughs> well, that's not true. I love the Bruinster. Okay. <laughs> well, Pete, unless you got anything else to ask Brian, we're going to let him go here. Well, I just want to ask Brian one more time. Brian, can you take us through a quick um, uh, exercise of your breathing, your meditation methods? If you I was mind? I was hoping you'd ask. Thank All right, you. so so the key is four seconds, right? You wanna okay. you wanna hold. Is that why you're in. divorced? Because the the key is watch four it. seconds. Watch, watch that. So you hold, and then you let out a nice long. <sighs> as long as you can do it. But actually, I would I could go on and on, fellas. But I do have to. I'm go, I'm gonna go climb a skyscraper and write my name on it. Uh, literally, I'm gonna go to the Empire State Building. Uh, go on the roof with a sharpie. So I gotta go, you guys. Something, Brian. Thank right, you, good, Brian. Good luck. Right, thank you. We All thank right. you for joining us here. Okay. Well, there you go. The Yankees Lord. GM right here on the NYYST podcast. He's a character. You know, it's something. He really is something else. You know, you finally talk to Brian Cashman. A lot of the bad things you feel like you've said about him, you start to feel a little upset with yourself that you ever said it. Because he's a sweetheart. The guy's a sweet guy. He doesn't mean any harm. Except for he puts together, he's put together some terrible teams recently. So, <laughs> that <you know>? is <laughs> Kay Gawa. You know, you think, but what are you going to do? All right, Am I there? You right, okay. scared me for it. You just, you just froze for a second there. Kay uh, Gawa was, uh, I, I don't know. Why do you got to get me down this rabbit hole now? We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about Kay Gawa. Uh, cause that was such a reactionary thing to to the Red Sox signing Matt uh, Matsuzaka, right? That was his name. Yeah, Matsuzaka. Yep. Daisuke. What? Daisuke. How, hor- how horribly chapped Kagawa's lips were too. <laughs> like they don't have Vaseline the, over there. The only thing I remember, I believe, I want to say his first start was against the Orioles. And he got hammered. I mean, and then it kind of never stopped. Then he came out of the bullpen that game against the Red Sox, and it was the best game he ever pitched. And then he never, you never seen him again. He just spent the remember rest of his game for some leagues. reason. He did pitch against San Diego out there. Maybe he threw, he threw like three or four innings against them. That's the only thing I remember about him. But he was he was one of the best pitchers they've ever had in AAA. That is true. He was actually one of the best AAA pitchers ever. Well, how many championships did they win? I'm not sure. I think they did win one with him, though, I want to say. I really do. Kiyagawa, the legend continues, so they say. Well, hopefully the Yankees can win a championship here with Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they can win it with the current team they have, to be honest. Somebody. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, Buster only I uh, saw this earlier today, said that he wouldn't. he really still thinks the Yankees and, and Snell are destined for a marriage. Who said that again? Buster Olney. See, Buster just worries me, man, because I feel like Buster hasn't been right in the longest time. But, man, oh, man, can you imagine the Yankees had Snell out of nowhere? Like, towards the end of this month, early February, I'd shit myself. Wherever I am, I'm shitting myself. That's it. Uh, high, there, there, there was talk of, like, high AAV, uh, you know, short-term. 
I mean, that would be the ultimate, like, we're going f I mean, Juan Soto is a big, is absolutely a we're going for it move. But, like, if you miss on Yamamoto and then you bring in Snell even on two or three years, that's, like, that. that's definitely signaling, like, we're we're in. We're in this year. Hell yeah. Again, man. Um, I, I think Ryan's back, by the way. Let's see. All right. Yeah, Ryan, uh, internet connection's good? It seems like it's better now. I you missed you missed it again. Good. I just don't I don't understand this. At this we point. had the GM on. I mean, you, Ryan, you know how busy Doing these the guys are. And... Week. I know, but I had to. I didn't want to make a bad impression with the guy if I'm asking him questions and I'm all choppy. You couldn't like push it back a little bit. He came on. He just oh, here. Right. Like, no, hey, I'm I get here. It. He's out of when, when he tells you that he's ready to go, you don't say, "Oh, wait ten minutes." I know. All right, next time I'm gonna do this like earlier, so I can you know get all ready. But whatever, I, I just gotta hope for the best for next time. You know, guys. By the way, we're 14 likes away from 100. Smacky that like. We got almost 300 people in here. So Ryan, we were discussing this. Uh, Marcus Stroman uh, was was basically given the stamp of approval from Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. Seems that way. Seems like that's going to be a common occurrence going forward. That they're going to kind of have to sign off on some of these signings, right? Yeah, yeah. I hope they sign off on Snell. Yeah, well, you well, know that's that seems like that's definitely like they the Judge at least Judge and Snell are close. So that's what I'm going to say you know Judge would be okay with that one. Yeah, and, and I mean, Cole go would for be. It. Go Dude, for it, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I look, and I know there is the uh, they're over that tax threshold now, so I know it gets it gets a little tough because I think it's like almost like a dollar for a dollar, almost dollar ten for a dollar, a dollar ten for a dollar. So Ooh. think about that. You do a hundred and fifty million dollar deal. My goodness. Mm. I mean, whew. Uh, yeah. I mean, do what I had read earlier this week is the Yankees are. At like two ninety seven ish, somewhere in that number, uh, and they were they're really not prepared to go past like three. They they, they want to be around like three fifteen, three twenty, which apparently would have been where they would have had obviously no Stroman Yamamoto that would have put them in that range. Um, so that you know you do the math on that, that leaves them like fifteen or sixteen million dollars of what they feel comfortable with maybe a little bit more. So yeah. if they get Snell, obviously they're going to be willing, they're going to be willing to push past that number. Yep. So now you're hearing, you know, this could again, could be, you know, posturing or whatever. Maybe, maybe that's the Yankees do want Snell. They, if Heyman is correct and they offered him six for one fifty, it's a, it, it's a decent commitment. You know, I'm not saying that it's, wow. it's showing you that how, that they're really like, pushing hard for him because you know six for 150 for a two-time Cy Young award winner coming off his best year is a little low considering what they gave Rodon last year yeah but but the market I mean the market's mm -hmm. the market where where is you know I, I think when it comes to Snell what's going to end up happening is do you want to go do you want to go to a team do you want to go to a team that is in contention or do you want to go to a team that has no chance of winning? I mean, for a couple of years. I think that's going to be the big question. I know Boris, you know, probably wants to get his guys, you know, paid. But at the end of the day, man, you got to make a decision if you want to win or not. Now, that's interesting that you mentioned the market is the market, right? And these guys like, you know, Montas okay. got $16 million And um, what's that loser that the Red Sox signed? Giolito. 
He got what he got a bunch of 16 money. Sixteen and a half a or not? Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen million a year. Yeah. But the, where's the money for the big, the two big guys though? Where's the where's money the for those money? guys? Where's the where's jacket? The, money? the fucking jacket. The jacket. <laughs> what was the guy's name? He got it off of again. Uh, something. Oh, Rocco like, DeMeo. Uh, Rocco, yeah, yeah, Rocco yeah. DeMeo. He goes. He was the <laughs> toughest guy in, in Essex County until I got true with him. Yeah, that was That's a two year, true. two year deal, thirty eight point five million for Giolito. Oh. We got Jesus. a we got a member Chad Jira Jira says SGR Ethernet cable next time so you won't miss. I got cash. it now now I I found it I couldn't find it so now I got yeah, it we'll man, be good for next cash. time. Damn, it's all right. I'm really yeah. Mrs. NYYU in here giving you a hard time now. Yeah, no, I I honestly kind of deserve it so I'm not gonna say anything. What are you gonna do? What happens? It's like yeah, the jacket. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> the cashman should go in the room and just go, Hey Snell, we called you up. He's like, yeah, yeah, but I haven't heard from you. Yeah, it's the contract. <laughs> Sign the contract. Imagine Brian Cashman trying to pull off like a mafioso. Oh, my God. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> that could be funny, though. Wow. <clears throat> Again, where is the money for the two big guys? Like, are are they asking for – do you think they're asking for too much? Both these guys are – probably asking for well if, if the report is true we know what snell is asking for monty's yeah. probably in that similar price range they said he wanted what the one he wanted one he wanted nola more deal? than nola to be got. what yeah, nola like got which was, was 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 yeah it was like 172 i think yeah 172 yeah i think monty's better than nola i think he's coming off a better year than nola for sure yeah i think I think for Nola too, uh, you know the ballpark he pitches in probably does him no favors, but he he's a good pitcher overall. Um, I think he's I want to say he's younger than Monty, he's, isn't he? He's thirty. Um, Nola's thirty, and Jordan Montgomery is thirty-one. Yeah, so Nola oh, okay. is actually so no, younger. No, nothing crazy, nothing no. too crazy. But no. I'll just say this real quick too, as retired war vet also says. And this is true. We knew this already that the Rangers and Yankees are front runners for Naris, and then the Astros are making a strong push apparently for Hater. But when it comes to the Yankees, here's the other thing too that we got to remember. This is why I always talk about the Yankees being creative. They could still sign Snell and move salary. There's still a lot of salary on this team that could be moved. You got a couple of relief pitchers who have to make the team that are getting paid quite a bit. Um, you also got, you know, if it comes down to that, you got to be creative and go, maybe pitching is, is what we need more, or we feel that way. We've improved our offense. And I know people are going to immediately go, yeah, Pete, but if you get rid of Glaber, then you know, your offense takes a hit, but they've made up so much on the offensive side. I don't think it's going to kill them. Maybe they feel like, you know, if we move that contract, a couple of the pitching contracts, uh, Tommy Canely, John LaWeisiga, maybe, you know, maybe they feel that's a better option for them to go add a Snell to this team. I don't know if that makes it up to get them under that threshold still, but it'll it'll put some money back in their pocket. And they do got a shit ton of catchers still. There's a lot of moves that still need to be made for mm. the Yanks. It's just wild, though, when you look at it. Like, you're talking about the money that the Yankees are comfortable adding, and Dylan C settled for $8 million. <sighs> It'd have been so we, tough for me not to we make a know, for that guy. We man. know what the, the cost is going to be on him. It's going to be in terms of prospects, but... Again, like I think we talked about this last week, I'd be much more comfortable trading Spencer Jones for a guy that I have two years of control over as opposed to, you know, maybe Corbin Burns. But yep. how do you say no to Corbin Burns, bro? If, it, if, no. if they tell you Spencer Jones and, you know, <clears throat> pretty much nothing else for Corbin Burns, 
I mean, how do you say no to that? I mean, you're, you're going into hard. you're going into the season with Corbin Burns and Garrett Cole at the top of your rotation, where your three and four is Strowman and, and Rodon. I mean, <laughs> how do you turn your nose at that? I mean, just the idea of Cole and Burns back to back is enough to just say get the deal done Burns. however you can. Burns, you got to get that deal done however you could do it, and. um other than that, too, for a, a guy, I mean, I, I guess the main question is, do they even do anything to upgrade a rotation even more? Or do they they really feel like right now with the depth that they have, they're good enough. They're good enough to last to the deadline and maybe make a deal then. No, Nobody wants to hear this, but they like Luke Weaver. They think they, they do there's something yeah. there. Yeah, they like Weaver a lot. And he's going to make the team. We know that. Well, you know, the, yeah, based on the contract, deal. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, based on the contract, we know that already. And and to be fair to Luke Weaver, I know you know people want to give him shit for the year he had it. I get it, but he did show significant improvement in the thirteen innings. I know it's not a lot; it's a very small sample size. But let's remember, they see a lot more than we do. We just see we just see the performance on the field. They're seeing the bullpens. They're seeing the uh, the spin rate shit. All the analytics also that goes into it. And they feel like whatever he did that they did with him. I know Cole showed him a different way to throw his fastball. He added velo. He got a lot of swings and misses on the Yankees. Good changeup, good curveball. And, you know, Matt Blake, apparently he's a guy that Blake wanted for a couple of years. <laughs> is what is what the report was. I don't know how real that is, but apparently. So Luke Weaver would be next man up, right? He he's in that I guess you would say he's in the sixth spot if these yes. are the five guys that are currently yeah. here. And I guess what would you say, Warren and Beater are going to be this year's Brito and and uh, Vasquez? They would. Yeah, you be... got Luis Heel. Luis Heel's also in there, depending on if they you know feel like he's going to remain, and they'll give him every chance to be a starter. But I could see that kid just coming out of the bullpen, throwing a hundred miles an hour, and just blowing people away later. Got in a the year. wipeout slider too, man. Could you Great imagine stuff. him going balls out for an inning? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's one of those guys where you probably look at it and go. You know, test him as a starter for a little bit, but mid-year, if our rotation is fine, you just say, hey, look, man, forget the starting stuff. You're a fastball slider out of the pen the rest of the year. And then you got to look at a guy like Scott Efros is coming back from injury, yeah. which yeah. The, Yankee, the Yankees liked. I, I mean, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of him, but, I mean, the Yankees like him, so I, you know that he's going to get opportunities. But, again, these are both guys coming off Tommy John. How much reliability are they going to have, especially early on in the season? You know the Yankees aren't going to overuse him. Right away, you got to put that in in there right away because eventually they'll they will overuse them. So I think it's important. That's what the thing I keep going back to this about signing Stroman that scares me mm. is I think it's important that you 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 needed to really add another horse to this rotation, which mm. they didn't do. Even if they get Snell, you know, let's say if the if everything breaks right, the market's not there. And he could, they go back to the Yankees, and the Yankees are like, okay, here's what it is. You know, we're now we're down to three years, but we'll pay you 35 a year or whatever. We'll let you opt out after this season if you want to, right? Mm-hmm. He, that guy's not a horse either. No. So the problem then becomes we saw how gassed this bullpen was last year. It, let's say by some miracle the Yankees did score enough to – Win a handful of extra games, got into a third wild card. They had no bullpen. They had this bullpen mm-hmm. was shot by the end of August. You can't yep. be in a situation like that again. Which, unfortunately, I mean, looking at it again, I said I didn't want to bring negativity into the season last year, but okay. I uh, but we have to look at it realistically. Did the Yankees do enough to improve 
that problem where they had a gassed out bullpen last year? I don't see it, even with Strowman, because this is a again, he's got to do it before I believe I can believe that he can do it because he's not the Strowman that was in Toronto that threw 200 innings. He's a guy that now throws 128 innings. Yeah, you got to. I was saying it, I was saying it earlier on a live is that. Out of those four other guys not named Garrett Cole, you probably got to get about 140-plus out of two of them mm-hmm. to, to really feel comfortable about where this team goes. Because if you do the breakdown, a lot of the teams that made the postseason, they didn't have many guys that had you know 170-plus innings. So it, it's just not something that happens nowadays in baseball, to have a rotation of guys that stay on the map. And that's, again, I don't want to keep going back to you know potential trades and what you give up for somebody. But it's one of the main reasons why I harp so much on Dylan Cease. 32 in, 32 starts, three years in a row, 200 plus Ks. Who else is doing that? That's his value. Forget about the, oh, but his ERA, you fluctuated. His FIP is always around the same. But forget about that. The fact of the matter is consistency and taking the ball is very, very important in today's game. And to be honest, it's rare. Not everybody's out there doing that. So hopefully no. Stroman goes 140 plus. And, you know, when people talk about why are they asking so much for Cease, well, that's one of the reasons why. He takes the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking for five guys that throw. Five guys, all right. He wants a burger, okay. Burger and fries. Burger and fries, okay. But, I mean, (laughs) somebody's got to be able to help Garrett Cole out in this rotation by by giving this team innings. Yeah, no doubt about it. I I mean, honestly, how many times – did we sit here or I tweeted about it, about how pissed off I would be based on, you know, Cole's at 97 through six and, and Boone's pulling them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens, guys- happens constantly. <laughs> well, one of the things, Christian, one of the things that I always, I always shout you out for, and you're hundred percent right. You said, look, you talk about these rotations and all that. And you made a great point. You go, look, the guy was the Cy Young last year and they only won 82 games. I mean, you know, yeah, you need a great Garrett Cole, but you need a supporting cast. And the Yankees did get a better offense because I do believe this year, and I know we're not we're not talking about the offense right now, but we can definitely get into that. I feel like this this offense is shaped up to win games nine to seven, ten to. I truly feel that that improved. I really do. I think this offense has a chance to be very very good this year. So the lineup has to be put together the right way. Correct. Because I've seen some. Some mock lineups thrown out there, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Some of these lineups that these people have, I saw some, somebody have Volpe batting leadoff. I like no, Volpe, he but know. he's got to start nine right now. Yeah, he's got to be the nine hitter. Can I ask somebody this honestly? What makes you think Anthony Volpe could be a leadoff hitter? Because he has speed. What has he shown that he could be a leadoff hitter? Seriously, there were times where he was very selective at the plate last year. So I, I don't early think in he, the year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if he could develop that further, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But he strikes out way too much to be That's stuck at the thing, top man. of the lineup. His on base percentage can... was under three hundred. Yeah. He I mean... has no two strike approach. I mean, there's a lot Volpe needs to get better with. And yeah. That's not a knock on him. He knows that. He'll tell you the same thing. But yeah, Volpe to me, leave him number nine. I like the idea, to be honest, of Wells Volpe eight nine. I think that makes a lot of sense, and maybe me they'll too. do I like that, that. But. We'll see well, what I don't understand why people, when they put their lineups together, don't have Alex Verdugo batting leadoff. He's the he guy for be. me. He has to be the guy, man. I will give one warning about Verdugo, and I, I really, I, I will put this out there. 
Uh, you know, the whole doubles machine stuff, I think he'll still be a doubles guy. But people got to dial that back a little bit. Because if you do look at his spray charts, mm. that wall really helped him with doubles. You pull yeah. up his stat cast and you look at left field, it's a lot of doubles off that. I mean, a lot of doubles off that yeah, wall. Yeah, but I love, the on, gonna I, work. I love the on-base percentage. And I, I love, agree. I love the contact that he I provides. Think I yeah. think he's the best leadoff hitter they can have. No, yeah, and Kenny, exactly. He's the best option for them. Kenny yeah. Lofton's not on this team, bro. So somebody's got a bat leadoff. Right. Agreed. And that's <laughs> why, you know, when there was the idea of Luis Arise potentially being dealt, everybody went batshit crazy because, of course, mm. that would be the greatest damn thing in the planet having that guy leading off of this team. But what's the reality of that? It's it's extremely low. Yeah. Oh, just just, just looking at Verdugo's spray chart. Sorry, Christian, but... Tell me, uh, am I, I right mean, or wrong? Oh, uh, you are so right. It is massive amount of doubles off that off that. Think wall. he becomes more of a pull hitter this year. Could you could but he's see a good that spray hitter though too? He's a good spray hitter. He's able to go to left field. He doesn't have to go to left field with power. Good thing is but... his power though is to right field. Like most of his home runs are over the right right field yeah. side. So, the end of the day, I think Verdugo's end a, of the day. Um, he's a, at the end of the day. There we go. He is a an improvement to the team, and we do got a super chat from Slim Lewis. Slim. He says, happy that the Yankees might not trade Glaber. Otherwise, uh, teams will pitch around Soto and Judge, and you are hoping old, tired Rizzo, Stanton, and DJ produce. Okay? Well, I, 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 don't, tired? I don't see Glaber batting cleanup. Do you? No. I, not the start. It's got to be Stanton at the start. And it's going to so, be Stanton. I know yeah, people don't want to hear that, guys, but it's, it's going to be Stanton at the start. The guy gets paid a lot of money, and let's be real here. They need him. They, they yeah. need him to show he can produce. If he doesn't produce again, the Yankees, not that they're in a hole, because they do have guys that could come up and hit above 200. Let's be honest. But I think they're going to give Stanton every opportunity they can to stay clean up. Mm-hmm. See how you 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 read a super chat from Slim, and then we're talking about John Carlos Stanton. See how he's that Slim. Works? Yeah, he slim down. that's how it works. You got to uh, also to uh, um, our guy Acevedo gives a membership, and it goes to Yo Elvis. My guy Yo Elvis, there he is. Okay, shit. Good boy. I mean, there's two guys really for me. Unless I mean, we could sit here and be like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna. I I would say that they're gonna take your pick i you know we what what was that stupid number that we we were talking about in the chat about what neris apparently wanted oh was, three years 50 million yeah fuck that like if that's yeah. the case you, you could take a hike but apparently it's two years 22 or two years 20 million or 22 million so, i don't know you, Heyman says okay yes. you're you're gonna pay a guy 10 million a year yeah. and he's no. not your closer though no 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 you know the the way no. the Yankees structured Clay Holmes' contract again this year. You know he's going to be the closer, and now you're going to bring sorry, in. Sorry, but that sucks to me. I mean, I mean, look, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Clay Holmes hater. Don't get me wrong, because a uh, hater. I use a hater. Okay, all right. But he's Clay Holmes is good. He goes on his streaks of being really good, but then he's also absolute ass. I mean, you hold your breath even when he's hot. When he's hot and goes out there and is on. You hold your breath early on. He reminds me a lot. If you remember when um, Chapman would come in, it's like after his first couple of pitches, you could see what he's going to be. Yep. Yeah. It's it, kind of it, the same no, thing. Like, he'll lose it like this. Right. And you're there's like, oh, no mis- shit. There's no mystery with him. Not at all. Not at all. Got a super chat the- again. Slim Lewis says, Glaber in a contract year equals AL All-Star. 
you could see it. I mean, that's what ju Judge bet on himself. I hope everybody, so. for him, everybody I mean. makes the All Star team these days because nobody wants to play in it. So by the time by the time they get to the All Star game, <laughs> yeah. they're on the eleventh ranked shortstop. Or you whatever. got guys hitting one eighty six that are that are in the All Star game. <laughs> I mean, Glaber didn't even make MLB Network's top ten second baseman. I, I take most shit. That's I mean, I don't shit. take it. And Ozzy Albies wasn't even on it either. I mean, how do you put a list together? He with, had a good year, uh, too. You know, it's rage bait. That's that's the that's what it is. It's rage bait. It's the only rage bait. Okay. You get interact. If you if you put a list together, if I said to you, P, give me the top ten uh, center fielders in baseball, right? Yeah. And you and you ranked them one through ten. All the names are there. Boom. No no argument. You get three likes on it, and no one would think twice about it. If you if you put Aaron Judge at one, even though really he shouldn't be there based on being a center fielder. Then now people are going to be like, you're a fucking homer. That's yep. why you put him at All one. Interaction. And, okay, now the interaction is coming. See, that's it's it's smart, but also it's stupid at the same time. Smart and stupid, okay. Yeah, it's modern media for you. Just trying to get clicks and people to engage. Engage. So, uh, we, heard, we heard also rumblings that more likely could be a reunion with Wandy Peralta. Mm. I I'm a big Wandy guy. Love Wandy. But I I want to I want to say adios to Tio Wandy. I do. You think he got priored? I think he got proctored. Proctored. Right? Proctored for sure. Yeah. Isn't there Mark Pryor though? Yeah, Mark Pryor. That's the Mark Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott Proctor. Proctor. Yeah. 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 Scott arm, Proctor. Arm Mark Pryor. Okay. Uh, Tanyan starts. All right. Okay. His rubber Aaron arm. Okay. I mean, I feel like his rubber arm finally kind of gave out on him last year and. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was starting to get to him a bit, the innings. I, I don't yeah. know, though. I love Wandy. He's a big game. Middleton is a – I mean, they Who brought knows? up Middleton, which I, I find to be interesting because yeah, – I, I can get, see him coming back. He's not going to be expensive, and, you know, he did pretty well for them. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I was locked into every uh, – what's his first name, Kenyon? Kenyon. Kenyon. Keenan, 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 Keenan. I'm not going to say I was locked into every Middleton appearance because they were usually uh, in losing efforts, especially towards the end of the year when they were cooked, you know. But he's one of these guys that the Yankees think that they could, you know, stick with Matt Blake, you know, and, and kind of yeah. turn around here. And Juan Carrello was a prospect for them that they kind of just gave up on to get him for two months and, and yeah. not a not, – not a, and, and yeah. not a pennant race. So, I mean, maybe that's something that they, they was, could be looking at. Really, like, the more you think about how odd that trade really is, it's like we got to do something. Just get somebody yeah. that's on a contract year to hell with it. We get him for two months. Oof. We'll give up a, actually a decent young pitching prospect also. Uh, he was. Juan Carrello was a, was a good young pitching prospect for the Yankees. And it's kind of weird. That's why I'm like, you know, he's not going to cost as much as these other guys. Z Dane in the chest says that deal pissed me off. <laughs> but um pissed you off. The only reason why I knew hunger. about Juan yeah. Corella is because I pulled an autographed card of his out of a pack of, of Bowman. And then I was like, wow, who I never heard of him. So I started Bowman? looking into him. Okay. And then I was like, okay, Juan Corella, okay. And then they fucking <laughs> trade him for a middle reliever I never heard <laughs> of. Corella, I was like, okay. what are you doing, bro? Yeah, Middleton last year, 14 and a third innings for the Yanks, 1.88 ERA, yeah, three three good, earned man. runs. And how and much money right. could he really make? I mean, he's not going to get your seven, eight, nine million a year. Two, I mean, two maybe. That's what I'm saying. Two or three million, and with the yeah. the whole um tax shit, that's probably the route they would go. 
As uh, Jonathan Alvarez with a super chat says, I think Mitch Keller from the Pittsburgh Pirates could be a sneaky move. He made 32 starts, 194 innings, 210 Ks, 417 ERA last season. What do you guys think? Here's what I think about that. Yeah, I like him a lot. I know we're very, um, the Yankees and Cashman specifically works well with the Pirates. They know their system well. I don't see that. I don't see that deal happening this late. Yeah, I, I don't know, and who knows what what Pittsburgh's plan is because they're 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 starting that kid right that they drafted. Like he's going to be up with I think the team. So. Skeens, yeah, so, yeah, I think, Skeens. I think he will be. Yeah. So I don't know, but that that is definitely a name that I've looked into to try and get over here. He threw a hundred, almost two hundred innings last year, the year before one hundred sixty. So Keller would be a great move, but again, it it just depends on what are they going to ask for him. And it seems like Cashman, from listening to his, I did actually listen to him earlier today. He had a press conference for Stroman. He just it's the way he was speaking. It sounds like they aren't they aren't going to overspend and they are content with what they have. And if they can make a deal that they agree with or that they like, they'll do it. But I don't think they're going to go overboard for any more signings this offseason. I don't think so either. And I don't think they I mean, honestly, I don't think they need to. If something falls into their lap that makes sense, I think they'll do it. I think they've had a really good offseason. I know people are going to bitch about Yamamoto and maybe, you know, we went from, I heard this on the fan today, we went from Yamamoto to Snell to Marcus Stroman. <laughs> okay, well, sometimes that's the progression of things, and maybe it turns out that Stroman was the right move for this team. The time will tell. I know, yeah. again, like I said, it's not the sexiest thing that they could have done, no. but I mean... I don't hate the move from a talent level. That's what I want everybody to understand. I don't hate the move from a talent level. From a talent level, I like it a lot. This guy's not going to be fucking scared to take the mound in the Bronx. Not at all. And then also, too, from a, from the, from a contract standpoint, you, you can't be upset with it. I mean, everybody out there is getting a shit ton of money. This guy took 18, 18 yep. and a half, whatever it is. I mean, it's not a bad deal at all for the Yankees. Um, not Not one bit. Not one bit. Oh, we said this, Ryan. Did we say this last week? Sixteen million for Montas or eighteen million for Marcus Stroman? It, and I've used that line when, and I've talked to people that aren't really in love with the Stroman deal. I just throw that line out there. That would you rather have Stroman eighteen and a half a year or Montas for sixteen and a half? And it's like a clear no brainer answer. Stroman. I mean, so basically, I kind of, I kind of want to just conclude the show here is because we kind of, you know, skirted around this a little bit. We said this last week, and then we can uh, kind of, you know, double down on it and add to it. Give me two guys. Take Cole and Judge out of it, because if they're healthy, they're going to be Cole and Judge, right? Mm. Give me two guys that you need to see. And let's even take Juan Soto out of this. We figured Juan Soto is going to be Juan Soto. Take those three guys out of this. Give me two guys that you need to be at the peak of their game for the Yankees to have right. uh, an amazing, to have that type of season that we want feel them to have. We're going to have the same answer. I'm definitely going one of them is Rizzo, for sure. I need okay. Rizzo to I need Rizzo to pick up in the middle of that lineup because last year it was just too many months of him stuck in that middle of that lineup and not producing. He's well, my one. At, we saw Go that ahead. earlier today that the, the concussion should be past him, though, right? All right, that's so that's, that's big. So for me, it was either him or Stan offensively. Um for as far as pitching, you got to say Carlos Rodon. Oh yeah, I mean he's no that he's going to be that real main piece of that that rotation. That if he can perform, then this rotation is very very solid. Same with Rizzo and Stanton. I would kind of have those three are my three pieces. Where if those three guys can perform of what we expect from them, then this team goes from one level to a whole nother level. 
Yeah, my, my answer my answer was going to be Stanton and Rodon. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. And Brian Cashman had some nice things to say about Carlos. I don't know if you guys, you know, did see that. Yeah, he said he, that he, he voluntarily reported yeah. early. He said he was in good shape. I like that. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Looked I saw great a pick shape, of man. He's looking good. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh shit, you know, man, he looks he looks a lot slimmer. You could really tell by his face. His yeah. face looked a lot slimmer. His, his body Yankees overall on keto, looks slimmer. You know, Yankees on maybe keto. Maybe a little keto. Yeah, maybe a little keto going on there. They might all be doing something there. going on with their Maybe with a little calorie little, deficiency. Or maybe okay. a little kiki, you know? Okay, okay. yeah, okay. a little bit of that. He's okay. going skiing, okay. He's got right. a little ski action, all right? A little white line, white line 1980s. Okay. 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 Uh, Miami Vice. I said it last week on the show that the, that the Strowman signing puts a lot of pressure on one guy, the most pressure on one guy, and that's Carlos Rodon, right? Hey! And then, okay, I yep. had it first. Okay, now you see all these other outlets and people writing about how much pressure's on Rodon this offseason or this oh, yeah. season and blah, blah, blah. Well, again, head of, ahead of the curve, pal, okay? Anyway. Oh, so, hey! <laughs> two guys, right? If they are at the peak of their abilities, the Yankees go from being – what I think is a wild card team right now. Yep. To a division winner, possibly yep. like power you know, a legitimate threat to, to go to the world series. And that again is Carlos Rodon. He has to be Robin. I know people see yep. people think of Rob, but he has to ride shoulder to shoulder with Garrett Cole this year. But we thought we were getting last year with, you know, the co-aces. He's got to be that guy this year. No doubt. Because if he's not the Yankees, where are the Yankees getting that that level of ability from this rotation? I think he nah. possesses the best opportunity to be great out of anybody outside of Garrett Cole in this rotation. Yeah, and it seems – sorry, Christian, but it no, seems now like um, with the addition of Stroman, it's, if they aren't going to make any moves, that pretty much automatically slots Rodon as the number two starter because they'll go righty-lefty, yeah. righty, then Cortez maybe the four, and then Schmidt the five. And the other guy you know, for for me, and I'm with Pete on this, and Ryan, you you cheated and said three. Huh? Yeah, maybe you don't like it's that. It's John Carlos Stan, bro. Yeah, yeah. I would even say Stan over Rizzo. Now that I've, after talking it out, I would even put Stan ahead as well. Not be a 190 hitter with uh, uh, what? What was his OP? Was did he even have a 700 OPS last year? His OPS last year was. Um, 695 last year, Christian. Steve, for John Carl standing at a yeah. 690 OPS. Career career 878 OPS. Of course. I mean, the guy's an absolute animal. He's gonna run in the pitches, but he can't, you know, the type of the type of year he had, uh, he has that again, and you gotta seriously, seriously consider it's time to just say pay this guy and go home. Yeah. It's somebody, a waste. He can't play somebody, the outfield no more. What's the if he can't hit? What's the point of keeping him on a roster? Somebody's gotta protect Juan Soto. Bingo. It's a great point. He'll get pitched around. And look, Soto doesn't mind walking. But if the guy behind him doesn't hit, who gives a shit? That's what teams are going to say. Walk him all day. Who cares? Guy behind him can't hit. And, and people are going to say, oh, well, then put judge, uh, put Soto in front of judge. I, I don't like that because I want to go lefty, righty, lefty. In my idea, in my head, I'm going Verdugo, judge, uh, judge Stanton. And then you can go Rizzo 5, Glaber DJ 6, 7, uh, Wells and Trevino in the eighth spot, depending on who's pitching, and Volpe's nine. I think that's the way this lineup yeah. works best. I Optimal. agree. I agree. We also got a member chat here by our friend Old Sarge. 
What up, he Sarge? says, long day at work and even longer DC Beltway commute. Yeah, that's a tough one. I know that. Didn't realize how much I needed some Brian Cashman. Made my day strength and honor, boys. Appreciate you, my guy. Yeah, at least you got to see it. And uh, we, while we're talking about members and super chats and all that stuff, we got to wish a, a happy birthday to the GOAT, huh? Yeah, my guy, Rod Thompson. Oh, shit, happy birthday, Rod. Yeah, today's Roz. I don't want to say his age. All right, yeah, I'm not gonna okay, say. Okay, we're not gonna go there. Okay. I'll just say this: the next, okay. the next one's a real big one. All right. And okay. I hope to celebrate with Raw on okay. that one. All right. Uh, okay. Next one's a big one. Like he's wait, gonna. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Okay. Big one. Okay. Big one. Be thirty years old. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Be thirty. Be twenty-one. Have his first drink. Teenager now. Okay. Teenager. Okay. Just turned eighteen. All right. He's going finishing high school. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just to wrap up that point, I mean, you're gonna get you. You were, would you say Stan's getting the first crack at cleanup? Yes, yeah, of course, hundred no percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. If if something happens in spring training for Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman to make the decision that he can't hit cleanup on opening day, that's a big problem. It's a huge problem, <laughs> and but can I can I make one? Um, maybe it's a. Maybe it's what you call the bold statement. And I, I'm pretty sure we'll have like a night at the round table before the season begins to, to, you know, go over all these things. But I think the biggest factor to the Yankees this year, no joke, uh, people actually believe that he's 30 years old. He's, he's not, folks. Uh, just, just tell everybody in the chat. But um, <laughs> I do believe uh, the biggest factor of this team is their depth. They have a shit ton, more than people even know. Because look, they, if Stanton they keep, did go down, they keep signing guys too, like guys. And they keep league. signing guys, but if Stanton go, they haven't got rid of Peraza. So let's just say something happened to DJ Lemayu. Well, Peraza automatically fits in. Something happened to to Stanton. I really believe the Yankees may say, "Hey, Dominguez could hit." Let's say if something happened to him in May or June, Dominguez could DH. Yeah. And just stay as your DH, and that's your DH. We'll work on your throwing program while you're here, get you prepared at this level. It's not like it hasn't happened before, but I you're the it. regular DH. I could definitely see it. And on the pitching side, they they really do have a lot of arms on the bullpen side in the minor leagues that are close, that are really, really good, young, talented pitchers. Starting side, that could be the biggest um, key to the season this year is that they do have guys that can replace. And on top of that, at the deadline, they've saved all these prospects. So if Burns is available, if Cease is available, they could relook at that. And, and, you know, there might be other players that these teams didn't think about that are having great years that the Yankees could then just move. Bieber's another name to, to keep an eye on how he starts the year. So the Yankees' rotation, come the end of next year, if all goes well, could be truly legitimate. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up I froze again. You're good. All right. No, you're uh, good. It froze on my end. Yeah. Um, good thing I didn't say anything like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that you brought up Dominguez there because I got into an argument a few weeks ago with somebody when okay, I posted my had a fight. All right. When, when I posted my lineup, and he's like, "Where's Dominguez?" And I'm like, "Well, he's hurt." And he's like, "Well, he can hit." I'm like, but you he's... guys don't you don't understand? Like, you really think the Yankees want him? on the opening day roster when he's not a hundred percent. That's why like, if you're saying may that's a level of desperation. I don't want to see out of this team right now. Well, Cashman, what did he say today? He said summer. He said some point during the summer, he'd expect him back. 
Yeah. Start, as, I mean, as, if like I, a, as a DH. Yeah. Or, or no, I think by then he should full-time. be good. By then he should be good full time. Yeah, because he'll be hitting in April. Right. He'll be hitting in April. Right. So. right if right, you right. saw Dominguez before the All Star break, I think the mm. Yankees are uh, because the Yankees are really desperate, and that's not going to be a good thing. Or an injury. Again, yeah, that's, well, that, yeah, but that's still an injury. Something, something yeah, but again, that that's I guess with. that. You're just true, but it also kind of leads into the desperation that they have to fill a, a giant hole that they yeah. that has been created. True. Um, true. But let's say Dominguez is 100% come the all-star break and things are firing on all cylinders. Verdugo's playing well. Judge is playing, you know, Judge is Judge. Soto's acclimated himself well. Stanton's giving you a representative year. Mm. What, where's Dominguez fit in now? Hey, that's the best problem to have. Yeah, no, it that's, is, a, that's a good problem. Yeah, that's that something is we a, talk about a lot. You remember is, Kay, Kay's famous line years ago when they were kind of having success. It's like, that's it's a, it's a good problem, but it's still a problem. That's what he would always say. I mean, it, it, it's it's true, it, and, and that that's probably what you would want as even a Yankee fan is to go, hey, look, man, all these guys are having, are having good years. What do you do? Let's say Verdugo's having a, a, a very solid season at the top of the order. I mean, do you sit there and go, well, he got one year left, dump him, and well, what throw? It's, it's tough. It's a tough decision to make. Or what? And you know what? Honestly, maybe the best decision is to say, hey, Jason, stay in AAA. And no, that's what I was going to bring up. Work. You're going to trigger a lot of people by putting him back in AAA. I would not <laughs> want to see him back in AAA. At that point, if the offense is clicking that much, then they could get rid of one of those pieces and trade him for maybe if the pitching's not clicking as much. But then but then you also got to think about, you know, the the clubhouse. You know, how how was sure. the clubhouse's reaction? If the Yankees are in first everybody's reaction last, well. last couple of years. Place. Yeah, there's, You're right. there's a lot of stuff that goes no, into that because 100%. even at the end of the day, if if – you know, fans are upset about Dominguez being there. Let me tell you something. Fans aren't going to give too much of a shit if they're in first place. Right. That's fans what I'm are saying. Fans are just going to say, fuck it. Hey, man. If the Yankees are in first place, Alex Verdugo's hitting 280 with a 370 on base, and he's he's setting the table for Judge and Soto. They're in first place, and Dominguez is ready to come back. You're going to be okay with them trading Verdugo just to get Dominguez back on the team? And let's say Stanton's hitting 240, 245. And, you know, he has a, he's got, a, a you know, 787 he's got, uh, you know, yeah. uh, OPS. But the other thing, too, that, that you, I would think of in that situation is I would just simply say this. Stay there. Something were to happen to you. You're on the 40-man roster. You're right up. Somebody else gets injured. Boom. Dominguez jumps in. So what we need you to do is to get your reps in AAA and play like you're good. And let's be real. Mm-hmm. He'll, be, he'll be on the roster for the playoffs because yeah. he's so fast. So they'd find a spot for Dominguez somewhere. But... That's probably the best case scenario is to go, hey, you know what? Deadline passes, but he's still ours. August comes. Somebody, God forbid, goes down. Call him right up. Yeah. Call it is right really up. hard when you consider the human element. That's what there, she said. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Someone say she hard. said that. All right. Um, because now if you do that to Dominguez, well, what's his reaction going to be to that? You know, just got to deal I, with it. I, I mean, was the deal. spark. I was the, the best part of your season last year outside of Garrett Cole. And you're not going to have me when I'm healthy be a part of this team again. That that to me is is it's it's reminiscent of Miguel Andujar. How his mindset kind of changed when he was getting uh, going, sent back down. He wanted to be up, and Dominguez is is a much different beast than Miguel Andujar. So I wouldn't want to piss this kid off in any way. And that to yeah. me, I, so that's the risk you want to take, then Pete. Right? It's either yeah. you're going to piss, may potentially make. Dominguez upset, or you're gonna upset the locker room by breaking it up and bringing him up. 
and well, he's upset. Uh, I call up the Marlins. I go, hey, how's Yuri Perez doing? And, do you want to and then that's the and then that's where I go. I'm, <laughs> I'm then and then okay. at that point, I'm I would have to if he's not if that's the move that they make this year, then at the deadline, I'm looking to move Dominguez as my, as shitty as that sounds. Years I old. might have to move him. You're 20 years old. Cup of coffee in the big time. Oh, yeah. And you're going to complain about being sent to AAA after you you had Tommy John surgery while the team's yeah. in first place. Then you're not somebody I think we can sure. build around. All right. So, yeah, yeah first first place. But I, I know I, you're right. But that's just, again, that human element of what do they want to the kind of. The real argument comes next year, especially Soto's here, Judge's here, and the Yankees say, Maybe we like Spencer Jones in center field a little bit more better yeah, than keep you. Keep him and, until and, you get the Soto. <laughs> then then, then, yeah, then it's possible. Well, you know, we're talking a lot right now, right? About by come come July and come towards the deadline, which is the end of July now, that first day of August. We're also forgetting that Spencer Jones is starting a season in double A. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the other thing we're forgetting. You could have two elite prospects at the door. banging on the damn door. And here's another thing, too. You know, uh, Dane learned this. He put a, he wrote an article about it. Spencer Jones is also starting to get a lot of work at first base. So yes. I don't think they would waste him at first base because he's so... Here's the thing that people don't understand about Spencer Jones. Spencer Jones is not just a big guy. He is a freak athlete. And this is just facts about him. The guy runs as fast as Corbin Carroll does. It's wow. insane. This is the type of level of talent this kid is. So you can have two guys kicking the door down for the Yankees that are going to force them to make some really tough decisions. Because let's be real. If both of those guys are ready, you want to figure out a way to, to, to get them on the field. But the Yankees may not be able to with what they have right now. That's why... That's why um, Stanton's bounce back is going to be important. And if he doesn't, they got to bite the bullet there and probably just go, hey, man, unfortunately, you'll probably go somewhere else, but we can't trade you. We just have to pay you and let you go. Yeah, yeah Because I mean, we it... can't leave these kids down there. By the way, Nick says, where's the article? NYYunderground.com. If Stanton is hitting 210 with like 11 home runs and striking out at like a 60% clip, Wow. You know, at the end of June, you have to make a tough decision there. I think, honestly, though, I think those would be phantom ILs for him. I don't think they will release him now. I think they let him go, but they just phantom IL him. Mm. Just sit the rest of the year out or something like I just can't see them right now. I, I think, like you said, if he has a horrible year again, you got to start looking at next year and be like, man, if we don't trade these guys and we bring Soto back, well, where are we playing them? You got to find space. The and good Soto thing about Judge rotating that rotation on, on a DH spot is actually perfect for the Yankees. The good thing about Stanton going on Phantom IL stints is nobody's going to question it. You can't. I mean, how how yeah. are you going to question? He's always on it. You're right, 100 right. I so, mean, so yeah, Nick, Nick, that's a great comparison. Spencer Jones reminds me of Sean Green, but give him Corbin Carroll's uh, speed, <laughs> a better overall athlete. Kid's a beast. Well, the kid's a, the kid could be an absolute stud. Could he be? Could he be a bust? Yeah, of course. But he could be an absolute stud. Yeah. And I I know we're talking about Dominguez, but damn man, there's a chance you're looking at both of those guys going, holy hey, shit! What do you these, do? Here? These are great. These are great problems for, in my opinion. And I, yeah, they're still problems, whatever. But 
I'd much rather have these kind of conversations than the. Yes, I'd rather be trying to figure out where we're going to play Juan Soto, Spencer Jones, and Jason right. Dominguez than what we're doing. You know, than the uh, roster construction of the team. Who, who were some of the names team. this year? Who was that guy in right field? He had a. Uh, what was his name? He had like a, a nickname for a name. Okay. A prospect? No, no. He played. He played in the on, on the team this year. He was like in right field. Started with a C, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Alpha, he okay. had a good he had a good two month stretch. Let me talk about Chichi Gonzalez again. Is that what you're trying to say? Chichi Gonzalez, not Chichi. Willie Ben, oh Calhoun, no oh, Franchi Cordero, yeah Franchi, Franchi, oh Franchi, oh god, yeah that was yeah. so at least we're, we're straying away from those kind of conversations. For yeah, right now. you know yeah, that exactly. you know somebody who was it? Somebody said this today. Oh, I think it was uh, early this morning when I was on um, Morning Brew Sports. Uh, TC Steele said it. He goes, you know, the best thing about it is you kind of look at this roster now. You don't see IKF. You don't see Donaldson. You know, mm-hmm. you don't see some of those names that we saw last year. I was like, why the hell are these guys on the roster? Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good for, thing. For the sure. roster, does, I mean, a lot of the names and faces are still there, but it feels a little bit fresher in that clubhouse. It does. It, does. it definitely does. Old Sarge the Super Chat says, is Stanton capable of being Chili Davis? I mean, you got you to gotta hope he, put, he has just some level of – Strong production. He doesn't have to bat high. Nobody's asking for the guy to hit 280. But man, oh man, you 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 got to hit assume, 210. I mean, you got to hit 220. Okay with? What would you be okay with for the year and be like, all right, I, I could I could live with that. 30, 35 home runs, 90 RBI, so 85 RBI. He's got to be. He's got to produce runs somehow. Yeah, I would say probably closer to his. Uh, his 2013 no i don't know man I, I i guess he had 30 home runs 25 to 30 home runs and then between 80 and 95 can can he, can he bat 230 give me 30 and 80 i mean is that is that asking for too much yeah i mean that would be no. amazing but here's the scary thing about stan 230 Jesus. you look at his last two years the guy's barely hitting 200 I mean, that's yeah. the scary thing so yeah, when you man. do say 230 right we look at it and go that's pretty friggin' easy he could do that and man, oh man, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I really don't know. Can he run in the homers? Yeah, he's always gonna run in the homers. He got he's just he's just a, an absolute powerhouse. But what do we expect to get better? And why do we expect him to get better? He That's lost, something that Johnny Lasagna. Well, Johnny Lasagna put that out on Twitter, and he's right. He's like, you know, even losing weight is he supposed to? Is his swing supposed to pick up faster? Is he supposed? Is he gonna be laying off the pitches that he normally goes after and misses? And will that compromise his power too? I mean, that too. There's there's a lot of questions. Is he going to be brittle? Is he going to break down even more? I mean, but you know what I you know what I appreciate though, and I can say this is that he he's trying something different because what he's been doing is not working. So why not try this? Well, you could tell it bothers him, right? He's making changes because he knows there's something wrong. And that's obvious, yeah. and he has done that, so you can't and that's, question. That's why I, I have such great. love and respect for him because the way he handles shit, he's not. I don't think Stanton is on the IL. He's injury prone and he's he's brittle, right? And I yeah, I, but and he's trying, right? And yeah. I I know we're they're professionals and trying to win a World Series, so fuck trying, stay on the field. But you know he's doing something which a lot of guys wouldn't do. Yeah, sure. that's right. Once they get the big contract, what's the point for some of them? And you're seeing yeah, that so. too with Rodon with the with the videos we're seeing and his appearance. So these guys and are guys that really aren't going to accept mediocrity in themselves so regardless of their contracts they're gonna yeah, you, really want to perform you do got to be happy with with the the minor stuff that we're getting a chance to see with some of the guys who did not perform yep 
Because I think the last thing you'd want to see is is Carlos Rodon coming in looking like, all right, yeah. man, let's be real. He was never fat. He was never like a guy no. you looked at. Like, this guy's completely out of shape. But Matt Blake said it. Matt Blake said he probably didn't come in, you know. And he um, was definitely dad bod in it. Last he was year. a little dad mm-hmm. bod in it, no doubt about it. And you know it. what? I, you know what? And I, I'll say this. Okay. I don't know. You're a dad oh, too, Pete. So maybe you can tell. T- hey, I'm a dad. Right? I, was, I was just looking at pictures of myself okay. from three okay. years ago, from when uh, right after my daughter was born. And I was a lot bigger than I was now. And I'm like, the sympathy weight is a real thing. And yeah. remember, Ashley was pregnant. His wife, Ashley, was pregnant. That's true. Uh, last off season, so I'm just saying. She was just saying that about it. So maybe you know, maybe he was hurt going, too. Right? You know, nobody's that... pregnant. I'm good to go. Okay. Again, wife, bad back. I could see yeah. it. I could yeah, definitely yeah, see sure. it. You for go sure. ahead. You grab an extra lasagna. You know, it happens. Oh, no, and as a guy that has a bad back, the one of the things Jeez. that the doctor told me it was, uh, you know, you're fat. Stop being fat. <laughs> because losing weight is one of the best things you can do for a chronic do back condition. Doctors still say that nowadays. Actually, I'm kind of my uh, chiropractor. Yeah. Does, she's awesome like that, though. My cardiologist did, did tell. <laughs> my cardiologist said the same thing. They're like, listen, listen, you fat bastard, you. All right, lose some weight and it. you'll be happy. Okay. <laughs> So, all right. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot to look forward to. The Yankees will be reporting pitchers and catchers uh, February 14th. So we're still a couple weeks away from there. You know, what's going to happen the rest of the way? Are they going to add another another arm in the bullpen? I think that's the most likely uh, scenario. I think they're they're not – when we say not done, a lot of people on social media are like, they're done, they're not going to do anything. But I think they, they're going to do something by they're going to improve yeah. the depth of this team somehow, whether that's taking another a flyer on a, on a guy like Luke Weaver to add to the mix or you bringing back Middleton, bringing back Wandy, seeing what the market is for Neris, or maybe, you know, Snell does fall into their lap. But I don't think they're done signing guys that are going to contribute to the 26-man roster, whether it's and, up um, here or, or down here, you know. And but, trades, too. You know, I, I think they they still have to DFA somebody to add Weaver. They haven't done that yet. We'll see whoever. Everybody that was is, freaking but... about about the goddamn forty man roster. I forgot that Oscar Gonzalez was even there. To even yeah, signed I mean, him. and on top of that too, that I don't think they're going to carry five catchers on their forty man. I don't see that happening. So they mm. still likely have some guys that are going to end up moving in in some sort of deal. And another thing to think about too, what is the role of, you know, Peraza, Everson Pereira and those guys, do they look to just move them maybe for an additional starter? Maybe somebody at some point sits back and goes, Hey, we'll make that deal, you know, and, and, and bring somebody in. So I do think there are still chips on the table that they can make a move. But I I think it's something like, like we said before, it's probably going to have to fall on their lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if uh, Ben Rortvet is the odd man out uh, on this 40-man, because the other two are prospects, right? And then you got... Uh, Carlos Navarez and Augustine Ramirez, yeah. Navarez is nice. a prospect, or is he a veteran that they have? No, no, know. he's a prospect. He's, oh, is he? He's, Who yeah, am I getting he, confused I wouldn't, I wouldn't with? consider him like a top prospect. He's not that at all, and, and people don't see it that way, but he's very good at Omar, Omar Navarez is a guy. He was a, with the Mets or something. I think he, yes, his yeah. co- I think it might be his cousin or his brother. I forgot what it is, oh, but he's in the major leagues, yeah. Yeah, Omar but, he was in the major nice. Yeah, and Augustin Augustin Ramirez is the other guy, right? Augustine Ramirez is, August, is definitely August. yeah, he's he's oh one God. of their he might be their best overall catching prospect right now. And then obviously the, the other two are, are uh, Trevino and Wells, unless yeah, unless the Yankees are planning on doing something else with Austin Wells, but I, I don't know. I, I like Austin Wells. I like his bat. And I didn't I like, see anything like out of I didn't see anything out of him defensively from what we saw that would really cause concern for me. But again, I think he'll be a, a fan favorite this year. Short sample size, but uh, 
So uh, I would, I think Rort Vet might be the odd man out. And if that did happen, I would love to hear the conversation Garrett Cole has with Ben Rort Vet, Brian. Brian. Yeah. Yeah, Well, uh, (laughs) listen, it's not you. Okay. All right. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Oh, if that happens, if Cole for did sure. place that phone call, I would love to be a fly on the wall I'm for that sure, one. But... Well, no, because you saw their embraces with one another. How often they were kind of contacting each other, like after a nice after a nice outing. Cole and him were just buddy buddy. So you know, I think that would be the guy that would have to break that sort of news. We'll get we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll and we'll have okay. the exclusive audio. Well, we would. Uh, what definitely. else? I mean, we got we got prospect info here. We're pulling out names that you fucking comparing Omar Navias to fucking people. No we one does it like NYYU. We had the no, GM on, and, and really... Ryan had Ryan had internet yeah, connectivity look, I, I, problems. I, for, I forgot about that because I wasn't here for that. We Damn had the fuck, we had the Damn general Ethernet. manager, the cash. Oh, uh, where, where are you going to find? Where are you going to find it? You're going to find it here live on NYYU every Thursday night. Uh, throughout the rest of the off season at 8 30 for the nyyst podcast again if you're still in the in the chat and you haven't done so already hit the like button subscribe to nyyu tell a friend okay tell your scumbag neighbor to listen to nyyst and watch nyyu i don't know does everybody have scumbag neighbors i don't i just because i don't know i told my wife this it It might be us it might be that's what that's something i say a lot like is it us it might be us (laughs) I told my wife this the, the other day that we live on the co- we live on a corner in the house next okay. to us. I said the lady that lives next door is the best neighbor I can ever uh, imagine, right? And she goes, "You don't even know her name." And I go, "That's fucking why." <laughs> no, nothing about her. She doesn't come out of the house. I might see her drive down the street once a month. That's the best neighbor. So That's the we best got the neighbor. chat talking about their neighbors now. Nick says, my neighbor's a scumbag. <laughs> Tony G says, my neighbor steals my packages. <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. Get a fucking ring camera or something, bro. Only, <laughs> only at NYYU, folks, uh, do you get neighbors. this Neighbors. And if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. We want to thank everybody that's been in the chat tonight. We want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYYST and NYYU. We want to thank you for listening and watching episode 364 of the NYYST podcast, SGR. Go Yanks. Pete, say goodbye. Peace. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. But a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. Goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told them last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that text. From